Hey guys, I'm gonna start answering all your marketing questions and concerns on here. I'm gonna give you quick bite-sized actionable marketing strategies and tactics that will help you attract new patients immediately and grow your practice. Every Monday, a short episode will come out and each month we will be covering a topic. Topics like ground marketing, Google AdWords, internal marketing, reputation management, and more. And I will have experts, agencies, and professionals give us step-by-step instructions you can easily implement. What you're listening to will be actionable steps you can do today. No strings attached. And then you will see the results. So without further delay, let's get into our Monday morning marketing episode. Hey, Travis, so talk to us. Tell me one or a couple tactics, strategies, or thoughts we can do with insurances uh, that, you know, can definitely help other practice owners out if we were to implement it today. So you'd brought up and a lot of people talk about that dropping insurance is one of the biggest topics right now. I mean, there's a lot of insurance companies that are decreasing benefits or doing other things that make us less than happy to be working alongside them. So. I mean, the one thing to think about is insurance itself. You got to go back to the basics of why you would deal with them in the first place. And you can appreciate this. An insurance company and working with them, networking with them, signing their contracts and accepting a lower amount is purely one thing and one thing only. It's a marketing expense. That's it. Now, you know, most people understand the traditional marketing concept of, you know, you spend a bunch of money. You hope that it works. You take the risk of putting that money out there and then you potentially get, you know, response, patients back, patients to come into the office, spend money, things like that. If you've got the budget to do that, absolutely go do it. I mean, usually you're going to spend less money that way in the long run than the alternative method. The alternative method, most people think about that they sign up with an insurance company and get these discounts and everything, but they don't think of it as a marketing expense, which is truly what it is. The upside with it is you don't actually shell out any money. You don't write a check to the insurance company and say, hey, you know, market us on your website, get us, you know, in front of the patient so that they want to come see us. It's all on the back end of, you know, when I see the patient actually do work on them, now I'm accepting a lower number, which means that is now the marketing expense for capturing that patient. So every time you see the patient, you're kind of paying that marketing expense. Now couple things about this is if you think of it that way, then when you decide that you want to change or drop an insurance company, let me ask you, Michael, what's the number one thing that would make sense? If I want to drop the insurance company, how do I make up for the loss of patients that's going to happen? Boost up the marketing. Exactly. That's it. So, and I get this question asked all the time is, well, how do we drop insurance? How do we not lose patients? Well, yes, there's a few tactics to do that. The number one thing you've got to do is just prepare for the loss. Prepare for the fact that you will lose patients and preempt it with some additional marketing to gain new patients that aren't using that insurance, that are cash, or that want to come see you not because they're following their insurance company. They want to come see you because they like you or the office or something specifically that you do. And that's the number one thing is just plan for it. Now, along with that, you know, most marketing, you probably agree on this one will take a few months to kick in, depending on the media that you use, you know, one month, three months, six months, whatever it is. Well, insurance isn't much different. If you're going to drop an insurance company, it usually takes about three months for that to process for you to go from being in network to being out of network. In that time period, the insurance company is actually going to reach out to all your patients 
and tell them a lot of dirty, nasty, evil things about why they should not come see you anymore because you don't care about them anymore and it's only about money and, you know, things like that. Well, again, you preempt this. What you do is ideally six months before you decide you want to drop, you start telling every one of your patients chair side, hey, we're, you know, we're going to make a change in our insurance. Here's why we're doing it. Here's why the insurance company is not looking out for you. Here's why you should ignore all the stuff that they're going to send you. Because we are here just to take care of you. It has nothing to do with money. What we're dropping it for is A, B, and C reason on why I'm working with the insurance company actually makes it more difficult for us to provide you quality care. Give them the reasons ahead of time so that when they get that letter from the insurance company, they look at it and go, well, yeah, that's a bunch of crap because you already told me it was coming. And they throw it away as opposed to complaining about it or switching offices because of it. And a direct person-to-person interaction is the best way to do that. So if you do that six months prior, then three months prior to your drop date, you actually inform the insurance company. And then on drop date, every one of your patients has been seen in the office and told ahead of time what's happening so that when they get this nasty, dirty letter from the insurance company, it's not a big deal. Those are kind of the biggest things involved with how do you drop insurance? You got to prepare for marketing and you've got to prepare your patients so you don't lose as many of them. Got you. So a six month type of warning at the beginning, I mean, like throughout this process, right? Let them know how should that conversation go so you can, because I feel like a lot of the times people are like, oh my gosh, if I drop, I mean, obviously you don't want to just drop it immediately, everything, right? Mm-hmm. On day one and then you decide it. But you let them know, you kind of have that fear of like, what if they just like get upset and leave? Again, it, it depends on the reason you're dropping it. Now, obviously, you have to come up with a reason that's more than just, I don't like the fees. Because obviously, a patient's not going to care about that one. But you can always reorient it and say, in order to provide you the level of care that we need, for instance, crowns, our lab charges us almost as much as the insurance company lets us charge. So we had the option of either going with an overseas lab, it's a lot less expensive and maybe getting something from China, because, you know, we can play off that emotion game right now. Or we could get out of network, not deal with the insurance BS, and actually provide you a quality product that's made in the U.S. that's going to last you a lot longer. It's going to look better. We had to make that decision. Therefore, we made the decision to go with quality over cheap. And your insurance company pays for cheap. So we decided you were worth more than that. And so you see how you can play off some of these emotions and get what the patient wants, even though you are sort of talking about money, but it can't be about, hey, I as the dentist want to charge more. I mean, that obviously is never going to work out well for the patient. They're not going to see it. But the other thing to realize too is, yes, you will lose patients. It is inevitable. You just prepare for it. And you realize that if you're getting paid more per service that you do, even if you lose 20% of your patients, you'll still make more money as long as you retain a large portion of them. Let me ask you, Travis, how how many or, yeah, I guess, like how many insurances do you think you feel like you've dropped since the beginning? So I opened an office 13 years ago now and was in network with everybody. And over the subsequent years, I dropped all but two of them. So I've done it with almost every company. And every time we dropped them, we grew. Now, what's different is, I'm weird, I ended up two years ago going back in network with every one of them, but with higher fees and with better understanding of what we can do in network. And we actually made a lot more money. 
going back in network. But that's not the current vibe of let me go back in network. The current vibe is how do we get out? And so that's kind of what we were talking about today. So I've done it both ways and both ways work. For me, it was easier to stay in network and to play that game better. But I've done the out of network thing too, and it works just as well. It just depends on, you've got a soul search in your office of what it is you're looking to provide. And one thing that a lot of dentists don't want to talk about when it comes to this topic is if you can't sell yourself to other people, it's going to be really difficult to be out of network. If you can sell the Brooklyn Lurridge to anyone who walks into your office, you probably shouldn't be in network because, I mean, you've got a silver tongue, use it. So it depends somewhat on our personalities. Now, me, I would say I'm kind of in the middle. I'm pretty good about connecting with people, convincing them to get something done with me. But a lot of it's because I don't try to talk to them about, well, this is what I would do. I ask them questions and figure out what's important to them and only offer them the treatment that fits their life. And so I'm not ever, I never see myself as selling to them. I just see myself as pulling out what they want and then providing it. Yeah. Man, I love that. I love how you put that into like a one, one sentence, basically, right? Like if you can't sell yourself, stay in network, right? It's okay. You don't have to hop on, I guess, like this train of like everybody trying to drop out, right? Because mm -hmm. it sounds nice and you do get headaches from, oh my gosh, it's denied. I got to send back and, you know, you got to do a bunch of stuff, but it might be the best, uh, better to stick with it. You know what I mean? Now, here's the thing, whether you're in network or out of network, how much, how often you get denied is not going to change. Now, I also say, if you learn how to play the game, you almost never get denied. So that's the fun part too. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you, when you decided to join the insurances, what led to that decision? Why did you decide to join in? Why, I guess, what, what clicked in your mind where it's like, this is going to be different now? Part of it was the fact that we saw, or I saw within the two insurance companies that we were still in network with, we were getting higher incomes from those patients than we were years prior. The other reason is a majority of the way we got in network now is through third-party agreements. And most of those are only 10 or 15% discount from my cash fee to begin with, which is pretty much what we give people with our membership plans. So being in network or being out of network, I was almost getting paid the same amount either way. And yet the conversation for an in-network patient was so much easier. And so we actually went back in network in order to streamline the office, make things simpler, and it worked. I mean, our treatment plans are usually 30, 60 second presentations to patients. Wow. And their acceptances. So, you know, versus when you're out of network, you have to have a much higher level of conversation, much longer one of, well, why should I continue to go see you when I can go see the doctor down the street and pay a couple hundred dollars less. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to have that conversation anymore. And the patients don't know that, yes, you could go down the street and still get a couple hundred dollars less, but we're both in network. So that's all they hear is you're in network. Therefore, you must be the best price. <laughs> not necessarily, but I don't have to spell that out to them. That's not my job. Yeah. My job is to provide them quality care. Yeah. No, I like that a lot. Okay. So then bullet points, basically, if you can summarize it really fast of what we need to keep in mind is up our marketing, right? Understand that we will be losing patients. Like that's inevitable, right? You yep. will lose some patients. And then from that point on, um, prepare, prepare. Yeah. And then also like six months, three months. Mm -hmm. I've also heard 
um, that when you start dropping, you have to do it like in the sense of, I mean, there's, right, you can't just be like, I'm going to drop Delta today, right? Like, or in six months from now, would it be best to start dropping like the less quality plan first? Yes. So, and that depends on a few different things. I mean, you could drop the insurance that has the lowest fees, but in some cases that may not be the best one to start with. So Mm -hmm. the best thing to do is look at how much you're writing off on insurances, how much you're profiting with each one. Because if you say it's the one with the lowest fees, but 50% of your patients are in network with that plan, that may not be the best one to drop just yet. If you're going to start this process, start it with something that's not going to hit you that hard. So you can kind of perfect the process. Start with the insurance companies that you have very few patients with. And so therefore the loss won't need anything if you haven't gotten really good at those conversations yet. It's like a trial and error thing. You can also look at which insurance companies have patients that you don't necessarily like to begin with. Because, mm. you know, we all have a few people that darken our doorstep and make it not so fun to be there that day. You know, if you've got one policy that just drives you nuts, you know, there's also insurance companies that are more difficult to work with than others. And if that happens to be one of them and they're not your largest one, that may be a better way if for no other reason, because if they're more difficult to work with, it usually means your team's spending a lot more time dealing with them. So if you drop that network, then your team's going to have a lot more free time. They're going to be happier about the overall process. And therefore, as you go to the next ones, it's just a more positive experience for everyone. So a lot of it just depends on the specifics of the office. But no, Delta dropping it first is probably not a great idea because they're also the one that makes it the most difficult to be out of network because they will only ever send the check to the patient unless you're in one of the few states now that's started creating laws against them doing that. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. I didn't know that about Delta, but. Wonderful. So then those are basically it, right? Start preparing from that point on and then start letting your patients know exactly in the terminology that you mentioned it uh, or the way you mentioned it. Uh, quality of care is the main thing, right? Is what you're looking to tell them that you want to, you're looking out for their quality of care and then start. I feel <laughs> like a lot of the times we listen to this, we're like, all right, I'm going to do it. And then life gets in the way and then we kind of don't, you know? What's that called? Analysis paralysis. Dentists are so good at this because our natural personalities are absorb information, absorb information, and then don't do anything. Yeah. So hopefully, guys, definitely make a move. Check it out. Check Travis out as as well. And uh, I appreciate your time, Travis. And if anyone has further questions, you can definitely find them on the Dental Marketer Society Facebook group or where can they reach out to you directly? Best place to reach me is dentalinsuranceguy.com. All right, dentalinsuranceguy.com. And then you also have something coming out pretty soon, right? That will be the um, training platform. So it's going to be an online training platform, all virtual. It'll have forums, Q&A, CE courses, myths, state law tracking. It's going to have the most comprehensive source of information on dental insurance that's ever existed. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. So guys, that's going to be in the show notes below as well. So Definitely go check that out. Sign up to the wait list. And Travis, thank you so much for being with me on this Monday morning marketing episode. My pleasure, Michael. Good to talk to you.